All right, Emily. Well, you know, today we're going to be talking about on X and Y on the Fly, the whole concept of getting an X back. Right. But I don't know how we're really going to get ready for this because you and I have never broken up before. Yeah, not with each other at least. Right? So it's not like we're going to be able to break up so I can try to get you back or anything. So that's not a good way to plan for this. Got any ideas? Well, instead of maybe trying to get me back, why don't you just try to get me? Yeah? Well, yeah. Uh, how do I really know I'm going to be successful if I try? Mm, you're going to have to man up and find out. <laughs> Live from the mysterious, mist-enshrouded mountaintop fortress that is X and Y Communications Headquarters, you're listening to X and Y on the Fly, the dating podcast, with your hosts, Scott and Emily. How is it going, everyone? This is Scott McKay. And this is Emily McKay. And you are tuned in to episode number 39 of X and Y on the Fly. That's right. And today we have a great topic picked out. Yeah, you know what? I can't say it's a unique topic because it seems like every day there's a new book on the subject, but it's not something we've covered yet. Not yet. And I think we're going to have a unique take on it at the very least. Oh, absolutely. What we're going to be talking about is dealing with exes. First of all, how to get an ex back or should you even want to get an ex back? Yeah, sometimes you may not want what you want. Well, you may not get what you want either. Yes. You can't just flip a switch in somebody else's mind and make them do something. That's right. That's called either Jedi mind tricks or very effective manipulation, one or the other. But we're also going to talk about what happens when you are in a committed relationship with someone and the ex just keeps kind of rearing his or her ugly head. Ooh, that's tricky. Yeah, it is really tricky. So let's dive right in. All right, let's get started. Now, you know, when you break up with someone... And we've talked about all the different reasons why you would break up with someone. Some of them good, some of them not so good. A lot of times, one out of those two people is probably not so happy the breakup happened. Right. And sometimes they're the ones trying to pursue the opportunity of getting back together again. I'd say usually that's the case. Most often. Yeah. Notwithstanding the time where a guy just feels like he doesn't deserve a woman. And I guess this isn't gender specific, right? Or maybe he didn't realize that he really liked her. Right. He said maybe, you know what? The grass probably is greener elsewhere. I haven't sown enough oats yet. I'm going to go make a change. Then he breaks up with her and a couple days later, a couple weeks later. He's going, oh, crap. What did I do? <laughs> exactly. Back. But, you know, there really are those situations where guys will break up with someone because they don't feel like they deserve her. Women will do this, too. They sabotage the relationship. Absolutely, because they're saying, well, I don't deserve this person. He or she's just going to break up with me anyway, so I'm going to make a preemptive first strike. Exactly. Yeah, so in case it isn't abundantly obvious from that scenario, there's no way anybody can ever have a truly happy relationship if they keep cutting off everybody who represents that in their life. That's right. It's kind of a dysfunctional thing, isn't it? It is. It's a way of trying to protect yourself from getting hurt. But you're really hurting yourself. Yeah, you insulate yourself from happiness. So that's no way to be. But like we said, usually when a breakup happens between two you know, relatively normal acting people. Right, it's because somebody did something. Well, or... yes, right. Somebody could have done something heinous. Right. In other words, I cheated on her. She cheated on me. Um, I'm a 
hardcore drug user and she's sick of my addictions, something like that. And that could be a signal to a person when he loses someone who he cared about or she, again, not gender specific, right? Right. Equal opportunity. You could say, oh, you know what? It is time for me to get my life cleaned up. Of course, there's no way, there's no barometer to tell whether someone's going to be successful with that or not. Right. You're taking a chance if you do. Right. And there's no way to be able to say, okay, I have this history of not really being good at being monogamous, Mm. but I'm going to go ahead and tell this person, you know what? I screwed up. I want you in my life. I want you and only you in my life and I will be a new man. So the person may, like you said, resort to begging or groveling to try to get that ex back. Absolutely. Now, see, the problem with that is what's that ex going to say? Well, they're going to say, well, you're putting all this wonderful energy into me. Why now? Why not before? Exactly. And if I take you back, it's only going to be a matter of days or weeks or what, hours, minutes? (laughs) Right. Till it's business as usual again? Exactly. And we don't want to be in that position again. Exactly. And especially if that's one of those people who makes the mistakes, has had an addictive personality, and all of a sudden they said, hey, you know what? I'm going to change. I'll do anything to get you back. It could just be seen as pure manipulation. Abusers are like that. Oh, they very much are. I'm sorry, I'll never do it again, and of course, like clockwork. As soon as things get comfortable again. It happens again. Back to the grind. Yeah, no good at all. When that person wants to take you back, I don't care how much you loved him or her, how much you wanted to fix him or her, you've got to stay broken up. That's right. You've got to stay strong enough to make that happen. Absolutely. Now, you know what? I'm going to give a theory for you. I'm going to drop it on you. All right. I think there's two major differentiators between how breakups happen. Okay, what are they? I think breakups happen because someone has lost attraction for the other person. Yes. And I think there is another reason why people break up, and that would be because someone has failed in the area of relationship management. Oh, absolutely. That makes sense. I think that is the major differentiator that best indicates whether or not you're going to be able to get an ex back if you want him or her back. Yeah, and there's certain steps to take to make that happen. Well, let's let's talk first about what those differentiators are. All right. Then we'll talk about how we can get them to happen or not. Okay. All right. I just want to throw this out for you. Tell me what you think. Okay. All right. If someone has lost attraction for the other person, I think it's almost impossible to rebuild that relationship. Almost. Because, you know, if you've caused that you factor to happen or the Ooh. chick just isn't if attractive to him anymore. Yeah, if it's that bad, it ain't going to happen. Right. If you were attracted to someone and something just killed it, you're gone. Right. That's something where you're going to have to go figure out why someone would lose attraction for you. Fix that in your life and go make sure it doesn't happen again. Right. And here's a key. When someone has that ooh factor towards you mm-hmm. and you pursue them even harder... It's like repellent. (laughs) It really is, isn't it? It's like if someone is attracted to you, you can call that person 10 times a day and it's still not enough. Right. We talked about this before, right? Right. But if you are absolutely gross to this person, if this woman is completely disgusted by you, calling her once a year is too much and you sound like a stalker to her. Right. Let alone, you know, texting her 10 times a day or, you know, leaving (laughs) her messages until her voicemail is full. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know what? You could be probably Brad Pitt and do that and it would still probably irritate her. Yes. So you can go overboard. Granted, 
All right. So the other situation, of course, as we talked about here, is when you failed at relationship management. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend enough time with her. I told her I would do things and I didn't. Right. I didn't man up when I should man up. Right. Or the woman was just too flaky one too many times. Mm-hmm. I couldn't trust her. She couldn't trust me. Now, I think if there's been a true breach in trust, that is kind of what I would call a heinous thing that has been done unto someone. And that's a valid reason to break up. Right. But notwithstanding massive breaches of character and trust, like I cheated on you. I withdrew $100,000 that you put into our joint bank account and I absconded to the Cayman Islands with it. Things like that would be major breaches that, you know, probably aren't what I would call relationship yeah, or relationship management issues right. at any level. Right. Right. So what happens if you break up with someone because of one of these major breaches? You don't take them back. That's it. I think that is the bottom line. Now, if you're married and you have children, I think that's a whole different podcast, granted. Right. But for the purposes of what we're talking about here, we're talking about dating relationships. People who are single without any children between the two of you. Yeah, respect yourself and don't take that person back. Respect yourself if you were the aggressor in that situation and fix things before you expect someone to take you back. Right. That's some hard, that's some tough love there. But I think that's very true. You have got to be one half of a great relationship before you can expect the other half to be amenable to pursuing that relationship with you. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. So with that, let's talk about when there's relationship management issues. Things that aren't severe. Now, this is a very timely topic because, of course, on September 13th, we'll be releasing the new program that is really the first of its kind devoted to teaching guys how to have a complete system for managing relationships. So all this ties into that. Right. That's called The Leading Man. And if you want to find out more about that, it's at www.the-leading-man.com. And I've got four videos there for you, too. Oh, yeah. Packed with great information. And I promise they're better than the videos on uh, virtuosity or online dating domination. You have my word on that. Yeah, I've seen them. They're much better than anything (laughs) I've ever seen. Fair enough. But... Again, you know, relationship management is something we're talking about a lot here. So let's talk about this whole concept of let's say you have been a guy who doesn't do what he says he's going to do. He doesn't pick her up on time. He flakes out on dates. You know, he forgets her birthday. And she goes, you know what? I need a guy who's going to just respect me more and want to be with me more than you are. Right. Or he's not quite living to the dreams that she would like him to do. Right. Romancing her. Right. Exactly. What does a guy do in that situation? Does he go all Justin Frenzion on her and go, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. I know I'm just completely bad. I'm a terrible guy. Please take me back. I'll even buy you a Mustang convertible and flowers. I'll put flowers on the tray that I give you breakfast in bed on every morning for the rest of your life. If you just please take me back, because if you don't take me back, I'm going to be so lonely. You know, he starts hyperventilating and he gets the lower (laughs) lip quivering. Right? Right. That's going to work, isn't it, Emily? Oh, absolutely. Every time. Not. (laughs) (laughs) What would be a better strategy? Just take a moment to relax and think about it. And then... Instead of pursuing her with a lot of, a lot of vigor. I was going to say, and then he grovels to her and buys her <laughs> breakfast in bed and flowers and Ferraris, right? Right. Because if he pursues her really, really hard, again, 
I'm going to say this. It's like bug repellent. I agree. She's going to go, ooh. And especially if he does a ton of things for her now that he didn't do before, mm-hmm. it, that's a turnoff. That does not turn us city. on. That makes us angry. Agreed. It would make me angry. It makes us angry, and this is why it makes us angry. Because it shows to us that you were fully capable of taking care of us and chose not to because we were in your life. You know, I think a lot of these books that we see focus on guys getting women back that they screwed up with. I think that is a major focus of a lot of these books. There's not a whole lot of books for women, or have I just not seen them? Maybe I've had my eyes closed on purpose because they're just so completely vomit worthy. But are there are there books for women out there that are like how to get your guy back when he breaks up with you? Or do most women just go, whatever, on to the next one? No, most women, there's a lot of books out there on how to get your man back. I bet you that there is one key strategy that they write about. Some black hat chick out there is mm-hmm. writing about. Mm-hmm. If a man breaks up with you, how's this? Ready? I'll just outline it for you. All right. Consider this a sample paragraph from a dating book out there with bad advice. Okay. If a man breaks up with you and you really liked him and you want to make sure he comes back to you, call him up the next day and just tell him you're pregnant. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've heard that one come out from uh-huh. a lot of my friends who've had that happen to them. Guy friends or woman friends? Guy friends. Okay. Guy friends just, who've just been checking. accused of this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, even in high school, I knew a girl specifically who actually pulled this stunt on her boyfriend because he was leaving her. Just one? Well, in high school, I knew one personally <laughs> who actually did it. I knew that to be a fact. I actually had a woman do that, and we never even had sex. Ouch. I mean, that's how desperate it can get. <laughs> she must have been psycho. Uh, slightly. Yeah. You got to have sex to get pregnant, right? Usually. I, that's, that's how I remember it. Um, anyway... I think that is probably tantamount to the most brutal form of manipulation to try to get somebody back. Oh, wait. We'll take it one step further. What's even worse than that mm-hmm. is actually getting pregnant on purpose to keep your guy. Well, at least there is a baby. I mean, let's, let's put it this way. I mean, I agree with you, obviously. And that's why, guys, you should always wrap that rascal, especially if you're with a woman who wants to lock you down and you're not necessarily into being locked down. Just... That's a takeaway. Yeah, but men will play that stunt, too. That's true. Especially abusive ones. Oh, man. Yes. If they want to trap their woman to staying and feeling dependent, they'll get her pregnant as quickly as possible. That's just horrible. Man, any politicking where another little human life potentially is involved, that's just evil stuff. Yeah, it's the poor child. Yeah, poor everybody. All right, but anyway, if a woman decides she's going to fake pregnancy... To get the guy back. And let's say the guy goes, oh, man, you know what? Wow, you're pregnant? Well, yeah, then uh, maybe I made a mistake. Let's get back together. And then she goes after a couple weeks, probably. You know what? Uh, False alarm. There's no baby. Or even if she is really kind of slick and said, I miscarried. Go figure. Right. What's making her think that he's still going to stick around when there's no baby? I don't know. I mean, that's just seeing an inch away from your nose. And no further. Right. Bad, bad way to try to get somebody back. Well, living for today and not tomorrow is a bad way to live for everybody. Oh, I agree. There's a lot of this talking about living in the moment. And I understand that's because people worry so much and they start doing the analysis paralysis thing about what ifs and ifs thens. And if I do this, then this bad thing's going to happen. And you need to just, you know, 
breathe in and breathe out, live each day one at a time. But you also really do have to have a plan. I don't think that's what the live each day in the moment crowd is really talking about. Right. There's a balance. Absolutely. You've got to have some ambition. You've got to have some plan. And, you know, that's a great reason why a woman would say to a guy, you know, I'm looking for a little bit more out of my life. Maybe you're not the guy. Right. You're looking for stability. Right. If you're 30 years old, you're living on your mom's couch, and the woman breaks up with you because of that, you have a choice. Move out. Or you can say, well, you know what? Ha, huh, that was a fluke. I'm going to find another woman who's, who's just going to love me exactly the way I am. <laughs> just like Justin Frenzion would say. Right. Right. You know what we need to do? What's that? We need to do some Justin Frenzion videos. That would be cool. You know. Maybe we, Justin approaching me at the uh, at the mall or at the uh, grocery supermarket. store. Supermarket. <laughs> yes. I can just see it now. Him doing the, uh, the uh, Steve Martin line from My Blue Heaven. Right. You know, you're really beautiful. You might just be, uh, and he could like forget the line and mess it up. Mm-hmm. You're so beautiful. You uh, probably are melting all these things. <laughs> and her just go. What? what? Exactly. Oh, yeah. We could have a field day with that. Uh-huh. Another one would be when Justin goes sarging at the club at night. Yeah. I know exactly what to do with him. Oh, yes? Just camp him out right beside the ladies' bathroom door and have him try to just catch attention from every woman that goes in and out. I remember walking out of the bathroom door and seeing guys waiting there, waiting to, to approach right. us. Yeah, yes. just to corner you. Yes. Right, because they, you know, I have this great idea. I know where all the women are going to be. They can't possibly ignore me now because I'm going to be right where they have to go at least one time. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Well, you know, the guy we saw last night when we were eating uh, breakfast after going out clubbing. All night. Yeah, as, yeah. We were, as we were wont to do on well, Technically, that would be in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw what was the equivalent to Justin Befrenzio at yeah. the booth behind us. And just for the benefit of the audience, Emily said, you're not kidding. They really exist. Guys like that really exist. Yeah, that was uh, on top of you having been hit up on by every bisexual woman in the entire city while we were at karaoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was very entertaining. Yeah, so Emily is getting a uh, gradual education, baptism by fire, on exactly what the dating (laughs) world is like these days. Then I had a big guy approach me, asking me my name and asking me if I was married. I was like, yeah. And then the next word that came out of his mouth was, well, do you fool around? Yeah, exactly. And all it takes, guys, is you going to clear up the bar tab and leave your woman alone for a second. But you know what? I think that's a good indication you've got a great woman. Guys are just waiting for you to kind of like give them a minute and they just, you know, swoop in. (laughs) And you have to have a great woman to make sure, you know, nothing comes of that. I just find it entertaining. But that's not breaking up. No. That's reasons to stay together. Oh, yes. Yeah. So here you have back to our situation, back to our regularly scheduled programming. So now you have this situation where... A guy has broken up with a woman. He messed up. What should he really do? If not grovel, you know, you were talking about having him wait. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. Because she may actually call him. Well, she may be the one who goes, you know, maybe I acted a little rashly. Right. If she broke up with him. Right. And especially if he's given her time to think about it. Giving her the gift of missing him. Exactly. Because... Believe it or not, if she loves you, she's going to miss you, no matter how badly you screwed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, even guys who've cheated on their woman has actually you know, experienced this. Yeah, they've actually gotten the woman back after cheating on them. Exactly. Give her the opportunity to miss you. Give her the opportunity to have her crave you. You'll be surprised. She'll be texting you. She'll be calling you. Then you can return her phone calls. Well, you know, I think it's interesting that you said that 
you can cheat on a woman and she'll actually take you back. Do you really think that a woman should take a guy back after she's been cheated on? No, I don't believe she should. Well, I'll take that back. There are very, very few exceptions to that rule. Like if she's hotter than his girlfriend, that's that's a good exception? No. Um, Just checking. In general, no, she should not take him back. Okay. But, you know, especially in the sense that a lot of men tend to, not men, it's not gender specific. Mm-hmm. You know, people who cheat. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to say like little boys. These aren't real men. <laughs> I thought you were going to go that, you know, go down that path. But well, no, you went down the non-gender specific path, thankfully. Right. All right, good deal. So anyway, the interesting thing about cheating is it's usually habitual. If you have somebody who has these tendencies or you believe is going to do this again, don't take them back. Yeah. Keyword being bitch and <laughs> habitual. In either case, regardless, if it was a one-time screw-up and you have a serious relationship that's gone really great, somebody pursued your husband or your wife, or actually, let me re- rephrase that, someone's pursued your girlfriend or your boyfriend to the point where they just, oops, screwed up the one time. And I'm going to take this one step further. They came to you and admitted it. They didn't uh, get caught. Decent point. They felt guilty and told you what happened. See, he or she has to feel guilty for what's happened and doesn't want to repeat it again. Wow, what a great excuse if you're a boyfriend just to say, cool, let's have an open relationship then. Why don't I go out and have some? And you can be my girlfriend and we can both go get some on the side now that you're admitting it. Matter of fact, why don't we become swingers and go get some together? You can do all those things. <laughs> you might be surprised. You might go, oh, yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> then again, maybe not. Maybe anyway. not. Or, um, you know, if... Uh, he is cheating on a woman. She might go, well, why don't you just bring her back? Mm-hmm. We could all enjoy her at once. Could happen. Maybe Something not. Like Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, I do believe that if someone admits it without getting caught, that proves they're sorry instead of just being sorry because they got caught. And there is no history where this has happened over and over again. They're not repeat offenders. Maybe. But you know what? I think that once trust is violated... It's real hard to get it back. I don't think things are ever going to be the same, at least for a very long time. It takes a while to repair that because you can't have trust instantly. That's something that's going to have to be repaired and worked at. And whatever circumstance that led up to that cheating. Got to be rectified. Exactly. Whether it was someone at work, he needs to prove to her that he's clearing out whatever situation caused it to happen. And it's got to be tangible. Yes. It can't be some nebulous thought process. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'm a new man. I'm changed. There has to be some physical obstacle to keeping your relationship intact that has got to be removed. Exactly. That which contributed to the opportunity elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah, but you know what? I will still maintain that when trust is breached, it's hard to make sure that relationship gets to back where it was someday. So just like you're getting rid of what caused potentially there to be a breach like in other words you mentioned having a woman at work changing jobs or whatever that would be an example of that right i still think it would be easy to set something up elsewhere you have to have real human personal change right demonstrate that he or she has to be really sincerely sorry for it too but the only reason why i say this that it's actually possible to succeed is because i've seen married couples who've been married 30 40 years who've experienced this early in their life Yeah, absolutely. And somehow have come out of it successful. Because I used to believe that once a cheater, always a cheater, and you should never take them back Mm -hmm. until I've met these couples personally. Right. And then I had a a change of heart about that. Remember, we're not talking about marriage, though. No, but even if 
like I said, things that happened early in their life, back when they were either dating or back well, early in their marriage. Well, another thing I think that would probably be worthwhile to discuss in this context is do you have your relationship defined? Are you breaking up with a guy because he went out with another girl and you've never talked about exclusivity before? We've gotten emails about that before. Yeah. Where a woman feels as if she's been cheated on. And really, when we dug down deep into it, we found out they weren't even dating. They never have even met before if they were online. True. I mean, this is a relationship management issue for guys. They've got to have what I call the talk with a woman if they don't want to be exclusive. Guys, if you're seeing a woman three or four times a week and calling her every day, she's going to probably assume you're her boyfriend. Or if you slept with her, she could very easily assume you're now in a relationship. Yeah, if you are sleeping with someone, you've got to have this talk about what is the definition of your relationship. Right. And ladies, just because you're seeing somebody on a regular basis doesn't mean that you're actually in a committed relationship. Yeah, you can't assume anything when it comes to exclusivity. Right. And it's not until you've had the talk and both have come to the agreement, then you can actually feel as if you've been cheated on because it's actually happened. Right. See, that is kind of like 2020 foresight when it comes to the whole breakup thing. Right. If you handle the relationship effectively from the very minute you start dating someone. And guys, relationship management starts the minute you approach a woman. You're setting the tone from absolutely, literally second number one in your interaction with a woman. If you do this effectively, right, you are preventing unnecessary breakups later. How cool is that? You're not going to be hurting women's hearts. Right, exactly. You know, a lot of guys are like, well, you know, we're crying over flowers. Guys, look, if you don't have any concern over a woman's heart, you're not going to have a great woman around for long. You're going to have that revolving door of women going on in your life, and that's just one of many reasons that could happen. Right, which is such a huge reason why so many women are jaded. Oh, yeah, right. They experience these men who come into their lives who, you know, they believe – or maybe they were in relationships and the guy just wasn't straightforward with them. Right, exactly. So then here you have a guy who's paying for that. But if he didn't really come straight out at the beginning and manage that relationship to where he wanted it to go, if he didn't say, hey, look, you know what? If this woman's going to say, you know, all guys are alike, all guys are dogs, am I just going to sit back and go, hmm, okay, well, you're entitled to your own opinion? Or am I going to go, look, I don't want to hear that from you anymore because I am not those other guys. If you were going to come into this relationship and believe automatically that I'm going to be like all those other guys, I don't think this is going to work. You need to find a guy who's going to put up with that because my intention is to respect you as a woman. If you can't handle that, find another guy. Right, and that'll save everybody a lot of trouble. Well, it could wake the woman up too. That's right. Some women respond very powerfully to that. Well, that could create in her... Especially if it's a woman who's been sabotaging her relationships for that reason. Right. It may make her decide, okay, I'm not going to do that this time. Right. Exactly. That's leadership on the guy's part. That's breakup proofing yourself, I think, at least for silly reasons, breaking up. So let's say the breakup has already happened. The guy realizes, okay, it's not that I grossed her out here. It's not that I did a, a massive violation of her trust. What I did here was something that was bad relationship management. First step, I've given her some time to sort all this out. I've given her the gift of missing me. The next thing I think he ought to do is show that he's got a real life. Yes. Show that he's moved on. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, you know what? Um, if he gets the opportunity to talk to her later, mm-hmm. probably she calls him. Or maybe he could write her an email. Hey, you know what? I completely see why you broke up with me. Okay. 
And I've moved on with my life. I've got these things going on. There's lots of exciting things going on. And kind of teaser a little bit with that. Right. Not saying, hey, I'm begging you to take me back. You don't know what you're missing. And if you knew a good thing, you'd come on back, blah, blah, blah. Nothing that's threatening or bitter. You want to avoid bitter. Oh, I bitter is bad. Bitter is the kiss of death. Yeah, if you're bitter or angry or just desperate, all those things are not going to get her back. You need to demonstrate to that woman, you know, assuming that you're a guy in this situation. I think this applies to men and women, of course. Again, of course. Just like just about everything else we're talking about. Right. But if he says to her, hey, look, you know what? I've got this um, exciting thing going on. If she says, well, you know, maybe you ought to tell me about it. I think he should still wait another couple of days. He shouldn't just jump on the phone. Mm-hmm. But if he gets the opportunity to talk to her, then he shouldn't talk about getting back together. He should just kind of keep things casual. Right. And let the woman sort of come to him and realize, wow, I gave up this really great guy. Right. That's the way to do it. Exactly. It's perfect. Now, this all comes with a disclaimer that, yeah, again, you can't get inside someone's head and flip a switch. If you break up with someone, they may be gone forever. There's no, like, this is 100% guaranteed to get your ex back or anything. Right, but doing it any other way as far as groveling or constantly texting and stuff, that is a guarantee. That's, <laughs> That's a 100% guarantee it ain't going to work. Right. Exactly. I also think this is an outstanding opportunity for a guy to work on the big four. If you have experienced a breakup with a woman and you know that you didn't man up, that you weren't quite the guy that she was craving, I'll tell you what, all you have to do is go read some of our newsletters, listen to some of these podcasts, and you find out about what the big four is. If you are a man and you are following the big four, you have an outstanding chance of getting that woman to come back to you. And you yeah. also have an outstanding chance of being able to keep other women in the future around as long as you want them to be around. Right. If you're a confident man, if you know how to be masculine without being a jerk. Right. If you know how to create a sense of comfort and security in a woman, she will stick around. Yes. If she's going to want you back. Oh, of course. What woman wouldn't, right? If you're a man who does what he says he's going to do, if you do in public and in private the same things because you know it's the right thing to do, not because someone's watching, Mm -hmm. that's called character. That keeps a great woman around. Right. Brush up on these things. You may get that woman back, and you will absolutely, dramatically cut your chances of getting dumped like that in the future. Right. Absolutely. So what can a woman do if she's kind of dumped by a guy and he said, you know, I'm just not really excited about this relationship. You're just not the woman I was looking for. What can a woman do to get the guy back? Well, she needs to think about what has happened, what's created that feeling or emotion. Has there been a point where people have taken each other for granted? And if that's the case, what is that specifically that's created that? Is it because she decided to let herself go? Mm, great point. I mean, is she wearing flip-flops and her hair up in a ponytail and just saggy sweatpants? Hey, I like flip-flops, sweatpants, and a ponytail. Every day? Not every day. Okay. I mean, if she was super stylish and was going to the gym and had, you know, great skin and clean hair, and she's gone from that to, like, pigging out, right, and gaining, like, 100 pounds, being completely frumpy, never taking a shower and having smelly armpits. Mm -hmm. And when the guy goes, uh, you know, guys will give women signs. Yes. Where's that beautiful woman that I met? Uh Uh-huh. Where is she? 
Are, well, are you kind of getting a little complacent in this relationship? And guys see that, and the only thing they can see is a downward spiral. Right. He may not even be able to think about it in his head that specifically. He just may just simply be feeling the emotions and not knowing how or why. Well, you know, that could be the loss of attraction department, which is kind of hard to come back from. But you know what? If he's just seeing signs that she's being complacent, that's kind of a different story. We actually had a voicemail on this exact subject on the other podcast, the Chick Whisper podcast. The guy was fixing to get married to this woman, and she just wasn't trying as hard anymore. You know, she wasn't keeping up her end of the bargain and, you know, cleaning up after herself when she visited him. Mm -hmm. She wasn't making herself as pretty before dates. She was kind of a little snippier more often. Wow. And he was thinking, hey, you know what? Uh, we're getting awful comfy here, and I'm seeing a sign of this woman that I don't really like, that I'd never seen before. Right, and it's only going to get worse. And then he's thinking, it's only going to get worse. Yes. And I said, man, you've got to take the lead, and you've got to have a talk with this woman, and you've got to see real change, because now is the time not to settle. Right, now is the time to fix it. Or, you know, fish or cut bait, basically. Right. So, yes. If a woman gets a talk from a guy or gets these subtle hints, you know, guys can drop subtle hints, especially when they're thinking it could hurt a woman's feelings because, man, we hate watching women cry. Guys can be just as much the master of subtle hints as women in these particular situations, especially. Mm -hmm. If a guy is saying, hey, you know, whatever happened to those pretty sundresses you used to wear? And, you know, I really used to like it when you got your nails done and now they're all chewed up and dirty and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the woman goes, eh, well, you know what? You should just love me for who's inside, not what's on the outer surface. Stop being so shallow. Right. She's got to understand how guys operate. And she's got to also understand this guy was attracted to her, and she's contributing to him not being happy with her anymore. Right. Got to fix that. Yes. And that's easy to do. So if a guy breaks up with you because of that reason, well, this is such an easy fix. It's not going to be done through text messaging and calling him over and over again. <laughs> again, just like with guys, the rules still apply. Give him an opportunity to miss you. But fix yourself up and make yourself look great for the time when he does see you. Exactly. And when he sees you, or you can send an email like you said with the guys, hey, look, you know, I'm just letting you know things are really going great here. And Same thing, same, same strategy. Thing. Exactly. That's a human thing. Human beings respond the same way to that, male or female. Yeah, and don't grovel. Don't be begging for him back or nothing like that. Just let him know that life is going great for you and you wish him the best as well. And don't ever say, especially women, we have to have a deep heart-to-heart -heart talk about our relationship and where it's going and why we broke up. Man, that's just going to take all the negative emotions and dredge them up. Go no. future, not past. Right. And then just let things progress in a natural way from there. I agree. Now... If you don't know why he broke up with you, there were no signals, it just all of a sudden it happened clear out of the blue, then you may want to write him one email. I'm going to emphasize one. Not a barrage. Not, not a barrage. an onslaught. O-N-E, one. -E -one <laughs> and leave it at that. In the email, you can say something to the extent that you're completely taken back, you don't understand what's happened, but you're not looking to take him back. You're going to have to set that up up front because you don't want to send him on the defensive. Mm -hmm. Let them know you're not looking to take them back, but you would like to learn from your experiences. Exactly. If you could please so kindly share with me what's caused the breakup, I would appreciate it. That so I way, don't repeat the mistake. Exactly. Yeah, guys can do the same thing. One 
email and don't make it a phone conversation. No, because you want him to feel comfortable. And you can even say, look, when you respond to me and let me know what's happened, I promise I won't bother you. That's great. But yeah, you want to know what happened because if it's one of those hidden detractor things, right? Like right. you smell funny or you have this weird idiosyncrasy that no woman could possibly love ever. It would be nice to know about it. And, you know, there's no guarantee she's going to tell you or he's going to tell you, right? Right. But I think it is worth asking. And you never know. He may actually write you back, tell you what's wrong, and then you can say, well, you can reply. And this is the only time you can reply. Say, thank you. I'm going to take care of that. Exactly. That may impress him. It may be. He may go, wow, that or might not be so bad. He may not even answer you. That's right. And you know what? If he doesn't even answer that email, he probably dodged the bullet. Either that or he did something heinous. Something. Right. Or he may have left for another woman and too afraid to tell you. Well, you know, that's always a possibility. And I think if someone does that, let them go. Yes. Because it's only going to happen to the next person also. That's right. Absolutely darn skippy. Now, let's say you're with someone and they have this ex who's trying to get them back while you're <laughs> trying to start a new relationship with someone and they just keep hounding and hounding and you have this indication that it might start working. Oh. Do you even start a relationship with someone who's got this ex hounding them and that you think eh, maybe there's this slight possibility that the ex could win out here? You need to look at what the relationship was like before you met him. How long have they been dating? If it's been up and down, up and down? Have they broken up and gotten together several times? These are clues you need to look for because if this is a habit that he gets with her, breaks up, gets back together, breaks up, they're going to get back together again. Great point. Yeah, that's like a waffle iron that's still warm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like over the weekend, we had a guy fly in for our 10 Plus Live program. And the very last woman he went and talked to at the place we were at on Saturday night, lo and behold, she had just been dumped by her boyfriend and she was up for some revenge sex. Oh, yes, that's right. This is the get laid quick bonanza, okay, for those guys who like that sort of thing. Right. Well, he wasn't ready for it, of course, and it just kind of surprised him. He was going to get on a plane and fly out in the morning. But here you have a woman who just broke up with someone. It's like, yes, I want revenge on my boyfriend, you and me together tonight. Right? And that way we can get back together again later and I'll feel like we're even. Right. Well, you know, that is a very, very good way of demonstrating how the newness of the breakup can affect you as you're trying to build a relationship with someone else. Right. Bad idea. Yeah. Like if someone's divorced last week mm. and you're going on a date with this person this week, you know, I wouldn't necessarily expect this person's going to want to jump into something long-term. And if they do, you might be the rebound, and he or uh -huh. she may not even be aware of it. You may be the tool that person is using. To get better. Well, to get back with the ex. Or that. You know, something like that. In these new situations, you want to make sure you're just dating casually. Don't expect massive commitment, long-term passion, finding your soulmate from someone who just experienced a breakup 10 minutes ago, or in the case of a divorce, like, I don't know, 10 days ago, right? <laughs> Something like that. You know, I'll take back what I just said about the person may not be interested in jumping into a long-term relationship because I think there are people who get out of a divorce and they're like, I loved being married. I do not want to be single. I do not want to be divorced. Dating sucks. You are the first person I met. You and me, I'm going to try to tie you down. 
Yes, that's common. Oh, right. Actually, that does happen. I agree. But for the most part, I think when someone has just experienced a divorce, there is going to be drama with the ex somewhere. Well, there has to be time to heal. Right. Now, what if you have a situation, though, like we talked about, where someone has this revenge on their mind against the ex? Well, you're just going to be used. Right. That's not anything to base a relationship on. You're talking mm -hmm. about the rebound. You know what I think might be useful here? What's that? What does the rebound mean? Well, I think a lot of people, when they get separated from whoever they were committed to, mm -hmm. feel lonely sometimes and want and crave to be loved. Right. And sometimes it's easy to grab the first person who does that right. without realizing that you're not a match. Right. So in other words... You find someone who's a little needy and clingy, and you kind of enjoy that sunshine yes. shining on you for a while, right. even though it's never going to work long term because it's not attractive. Right. There's no bad intentions. And I think most of the times people who are on the rebound don't even realize they're on the rebound. Exactly. They just want someone in their life. So you have this deadly combination of finding someone who will grovel to you mm -hmm. and then choosing to settle for that person. Right. Man, you better not get married to that person. That's why I always recommend it's good to wait a year. Not to date. I mean, you can date all you want. From Within the, that year. Exactly. Right. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Learn a lot. Right. But I always recommend don't go into a marriage. <laughs> okay. Don't get married before the year is up. Yeah, I think that's probably solid. Because that gives you an opportunity to analyze, am I on a rebound relationship? Right. Now, what if you have just the ex from hell? Oh, boy. Now, you know, you and I have both dealt with this. And because we can understand each other's situation... We know how to support the other one through it. Yes. But what if you are in a situation where someone's just being pwned by their ex, just creating drama, trying to throw wrenches in the relationship with you? How do you effectively deal with that? Well, again, you need to look at the situation. Is the ex still in control? Wow. Yes. I mean, she's still calling, he or she, actually. Right. Is she or he still calling the shots? Every time they call, does that create a reaction from the person that you're dating? Right. Negative emotions. Yes. That affect your relationship with that person. Exactly. How do you have that talk? How do you know whether it's something that's going to be something that'll get better? How do you know the degree that the person you're dating has any control whatsoever over that or even over his or her own emotions relative to what's being done unto him or her by the ex? Well, I'll speak from the woman's perspective instead okay. of going through the he's and she's. Right on. Um if your boyfriend is being pwned by his ex mm -hmm. and it's affecting y'all, you need to just say, look, we need to have a talk about this. And he needs to demonstrate from that point forward that he's not going to let the ex control him. In other words, his emotions. Well, I think it would be good for both a man or a woman in that situation to have a talk with the person they're seeing and saying, look, I support you in not being pwned. Yes. You're not a bad person because you don't let this person manipulate you. Right. It's almost like you can sort of be the voice of reason in the form of this new person who is looking at things from a third-party perspective and has an honest assessment of it as someone who actually cares about you and has your best interests at heart for a change. That's right. Now, for simplicity's sake, let me give you an example. I'm going to use it from a, a woman's standpoint, from my viewpoint. Okay. Let's say, for example, you're dating this guy. He has his ex-girlfriend who's calling him. She calls him and says, look, my ceiling fan's not working. I need your help. Can you please, you know, if you don't do it, you're a bad guy and makes him feel guilty for it. 
Right. Now this Classic is a way. Example. Right. Exactly. Now this is the time you can have this talk because it's irritating to you, I'm sure, when this happens because you don't want the ex involved in his life any more than necessary. If of there's not. kids, there's some understanding there. Sure. But if there's no kids, it's time to completely cut the cord. I and agree. this is when you say, look, the ceiling fan is her responsibility. You are not her boyfriend, and even if you were her boyfriend, you wouldn't have to install ceiling fans for her at her right. whim. That's right. And then you need to help him understand what his role in life is, and if he doesn't want... <laughs> You're going to tell him what his role in life is, are you? Well, you know what I mean. I'm not sure I do. You have to let him know that you don't want to put up with it. Okay. Because if he doesn't want to end what they have going on, because that's a relationship in itself. Agreed. Okay. It may not be a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. It is a relationship. And if he doesn't want to end that relationship... That shows he's holding on to it. Yes. Yeah, I think that would be a red flag, but I don't think you want to kind of drop the hammer on that. Not yet. You need to give him time to assess <laughs> it, think about it. But if, if time goes by and you keep reminding him that these things are happening, at some point you need to say, look, this isn't working out. Oh, I agree. If you tell the person, look, you're getting manipulated here, and I care about you enough to let you know that you don't have to put up with it. I'm going to empower you to just say no. If that person wants to get rid of these situations and they just felt guilty about it, I think that'll be a successful conversation. But like you said, if there's some hidden tie there that this person really is looking in the past, it's no time to build a relationship with that person. No. Not to mention, this is going to affect your own life because she could be calling saying, look, my ceiling fan broke and you two had wonderful and very special plans. You're celebrating an anniversary or something. And he drops that to go help her. Well, that's extreme. That happens. That should never happen. It happens. Yeah, I think you have every right to have a talk with the person, but I would keep it positive. I would keep it encouraging, especially at the front end. And if it just drags on, like you're saying, well, then there's a real problem. Yes, and work with them. And you can't flip them. the switch and make it, right. make it stop. Right. Work with them. Try to help them say, look, I have your best interest at heart. This is what I notice is happening. Mm. And if you'd like, I'd be happy to help you through it. I'll you support know, you through I'll it. I'll support you through it. And listen to him and be understanding and patient. But there's a point when you're going to have to say, I'm not going to put up with it. I totally agree. Totally agree with you on that. As far as the guy version, the guy will come to the ex and go, hey, you know, now that we're just friends, why don't you and I just go get a beer? Or just catch <laughs> up, you know? Right? And if you're her new guy and she goes, well, you know, he's being sweet. He just doesn't want us to be mad at each other. He's going to buy me a beer. You know, every guy can see through that, and not necessarily every woman can. Right. But that is not something guys do just for the heck of it, typically. He's looking to get her back. Yes. Matter of fact, that is successful enough. We may want to throw it in the mix with the other part of this conversation we had earlier. All right. You know, if it's been a month or a month and a half and you were JBF'd, and you're the guy, and you've made some changes that make you more attractive to women. You've worked on the big four. You've uh, kind of, I don't know, maybe you've uh, heightened your sense of style a little bit. Right. And you have let all the bitterness and the anger subside, and you're having a happy-go-lucky life. You may even be dating a couple other women, which, of course, is huge. We completely skipped over that. Right. If you want that other person who broke up with you to realize maybe he or she made a mistake, the best thing you can do is Play start dating someone card. else. Yeah, play the friend card. In other words, thank you for being a good friend. I'm dating these other people now, and I'm having the time of my life as a single person. Maybe we can catch up sometime. Maybe we can catch up. Let me take you out and buy you a beer. And, you know, there's no real 
pressure. After all, I'm dating some other people now. Right. Don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend per se, like exclusive, but hey, now we can go out. See, that to me falls under the category of what would I do that would make the competition really, really nervous, like we talk about from a business perspective. Right. If you have a decision in business, you want to say to yourself, now, what would my competitors think of this decision? Mm -hmm. If they're going to cringe, it's probably a good thing to do. If you have an ex-girlfriend you want to get back and she's seeing some other guy and you think things are going well and you know that you have a couple other women you're dating and that you can kind of call her up and say, hey, you know what? Let's just catch up as friends and get her to go out with you. And you know you've sharpened things up. You've worked on the big four, right? Right. She may go, oh, my. Sure. Why not? Right? Right. It's just casual. Right. doesn't mean anything. The new boyfriend's shaking in his shoes. Of course. Because the guys understand this right. technique. So if you are the new boyfriend, what do you do? You call it out. You say, okay, tell me, do you really want to get back with your old boyfriend or not? Because that's what he's going to be doing here. It's okay. Tell me either way, but just be honest with me. Oh, no, no. I don't want to get back with him at all. Well, from guy to woman perspective, understanding how the male mind works, that's exactly what I would do if I were him and I'd want to get back with you. Well, from a woman's perspective, and then you leave most women are going to go, well, it's innocent and you know you have nothing to worry about. Well, at that point, either way, no matter what comes out of her mouth after you just drop it on the table, you leave it there. Otherwise, you're going to start sounding clingy, nervous, and desperate. But if you throw it out there as a factoid, when she's sitting at the table and he goes, so um, have you thought about what it's like to kiss me? You know, I've kind of missed those supple, hot kisses of yours. Just leans in a little bit <laughs> while they're just having this friendly beer, right? Well, you know, at that point, she may remember the conversation she had with her new guy and go, wow, he wasn't kidding. That's what's really going on here. What a creep. Right. And then she'll appreciate that her new boyfriend was patient enough and trusting enough to let her right. experience it. Matter of fact, I have been the guy <laughs> who was out with the woman who had the boyfriend. Right. And had to contend with the fact that, hey, you know what? She just told me the fact that her boyfriend said, yeah, sure, go hang out with this guy. Uh-huh. Go see what, you know, what's up. Go be friends and I completely trust you. I've had her say to me, you know, that's why I love him even more because he trusted me. Yes. Exactly. Of course, because that, that's true demonstration of love. Right. Now, to qualify the situation, this happened 20 years ago. Uh -huh. I met a woman at the beach and bought plane tickets to see her mm -hmm. like a month and a half later because mm -hmm. she lived in a different city. And she actually got back with a boyfriend after I bought the tickets and didn't have the guts or didn't want to Aww. put on me that I had wasted my money on the plane tickets. So she let me fly out to see her anyway, mm -hmm. which was a huge mistake. Right. So I flew to another city, got off the plane, and was confronted with this whole situation. Wow. Right? And, of course, I was like, well, why did you have me fly out here, you know, if you have a boyfriend? Well, I liked you, and we had a good time on the beach and this, that, and the other. And, you know, we did. Mm -hmm. And we made out and stuff on the beach. So I was expecting to go have a nice romantic time with her when I flew out to see her. Right. So it was just a cluster to begin with. But I remember the words coming out of her mouth. You know, my boyfriend said, sure. Go spend the weekend with this guy, and now I love him even more because he trusted me. Aw. Isn't that powerful? Very powerful. And of course, I wasn't going to violate that. I just felt dumb for the whole weekend Aww. until the plane took off. Mm. Right? Right. But, you know, the things we do in our youth. Right. You know, nowadays, of course, if someone emailed me with that particular situation, I would know exactly what to tell them. Mm -hmm. Get on the plane and go home. Or just hang out and make it a vacation. Something like that. But yeah. I would sure counsel someone to get on the plane and go home. 
Something like that. And I would counsel the woman to be honest with the guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so this never happened. Anyway, we're running out of time. We need to wrap this one up. But this has been a great conversation. Yeah, there's so much material on it. Yes, absolutely. Matter of fact, there's so much material on it that we could probably do 10 or 20 podcasts on this. <laughs> absolutely. If you would like to contact us, you can email me at scott at date to order.com. That's S C O T D A T E T O O R D E R.com. Or Emily, that's E M I L Y, at date to order.com. And we do answer every single email that you send us. So uh, ask us your questions. Please keep them brief. We don't really have time these days to go through massive tomes of literature. So right. ask us one question at a time, please. And also, if you're not on our newsletter, please go right now. Drop everything. Go to www.deservewhatyouwant.com, and we will give you a free copy of, get this, How to Handle Breakups. Cool. It's a whole ebook. Great chapters in there. How to handle situations where you need to break up with someone, whether they've done something heinous or whether they have not done something heinous to you, whether it's a new-ish relationship or whether you've been dating for a couple of years or so, you're going to find all the answers you need in there. It's very succinct, uh, but it's very powerful. When you get on our newsletter list, which you absolutely should be on our newsletter list, you will get that just for logging in. Outstanding stuff. So listen, guys. If you haven't checked out The Leading Man yet, it is going to be formally launched on September 13th at 12 noon Central Daylight Time. If you're listening to this podcast after that date, you can go to www.the-leading-man.com and find out all about it and get your copy right now. If you're listening to this podcast when it's still brand new, go to that website anyway and check out the four free videos that I've got for you on that website. Each one of those videos is relatively short, but they're going to pack an incredible amount of value by giving you a relationship management skill that you can start using right now. Just like you listen to these podcasts and get valid information that you can start using today, you're going to get that in video form when you go to www.the-leading-man.com. Yes, very important. Very important to do right now. So, what we're doing here with The Leading Man is we're taking you past pickup skills because pickup skills take you through the first 10, 20 minutes of interaction with a woman. Right. Hey, relationship management lasts forever. It covers everything. So slam shut that revolving door of women in and out of your life. Can you slam shut a revolving door? <laughs> I guess not. You can just keep turning it and turning it and turning it. That's not what we want to do. You want to lock that baby down. Also... We're going to teach you how to wear the pants without losing your shirt. We've had a podcast about this. This is going to go into detail, give you practical ways to do that as a man in The Leading Man. So check that out. You'll be glad you did. And until the next time we talk, when it will be episode 40 of X and Y on the Fly, my name's Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. Be good. And have fun. Copyright 2008. X and Y Communications Worldwide Media Casting Network. Visit Scott and Emily on the web and get the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.deservewhatyouwant.com. You can also join Emily's newsletter just for the ladies at www.keystobliss.com. Also, be sure to check out the brand new dating cast on iTunes or at www.x-net.com. Dash media.com. This is Ed Roy Odom, 
And you've been listening to the X and Y on the Fly Dating Podcast.